2: Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room Podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Next up
3: on uh, contestants for Big Dummy, this guy's been a KISW listener for 18 years. From Lake Stevens, Washington, is Paul in the house. Paul, come on down. Big Dummy! Come on down, Paul. You're the next contestant. Paul, how you doing, man? Dude, I've been listening to you guys since I was like five. Don't do that. Oh. Oh,
4: no. No. Wait, how old are you now?
3: 23. Jesus, that is feasible. Also, correction, I've been all over Washington. I just
1: live in Lake Stevens right now. Okay, all
3: right, fair enough. (laughs) Uh, Paul, are you sober or not sober? Not sober by any means. Wonderful. Atta boy, Paul. Thanks for coming out. All right, you get to a 10 one event, even though you weren't alive. Grand opening of Disney World, first taping of SNL, Ali Foreman, or first ride on the Concord? Oh, Disney for sure. Disney it is. Okay.
4: All right, my friend who has been listening since you were five.
3: Yeah.
4: Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't even let my kids listen now. And my wife keeps telling me they don't want to because you're annoying to them.
2: It's, it's thanks to my dad back there.
4: Your dad cares about Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank
3: All
4: right, everyone here is familiar with the GIF, right? Some of the funniest stuff on the Internet. But what does GIF stand for? G-I-F.
5: Graphics,
4: image, interchange... Graphics or interface format, not that. I don't know what you said, and I don't want to know. That was my dad. Oh, that was his dad? Yeah. What's don't, your dad's name? You I know you're me
6: you ruined family
3: of... name! Juan. Ron? Juan.
6: Juan. What's up, Juan? <laughs> I don't know if that was Juan. <laughs>
4: I'll meet you guys up at Hawkeyes. All right, here's your question. Ted, I feel like you should get this. I feel like you should get this one. What was the nickname of the 1930s public enemy, George Kelly? It's the same name as a current musician on Interscope Records
3: MGK, Machine Gun Kelly, boy. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Very good. (laughs) All right, our next contestant on Big Dummy. Believe it or not, she's been listening to KISW for some 30 years from Auburn, Washington. Wendy, come on down. down. Wendy, why? Wendy! Wendy! Everyone, oh, there, there you go, Just I finish your it. drink you before you came up there, And then you come on up here.
4: Did you seriously just chug a shot and come yeah,
3: down? Yes, did. If like you did, I think. I shotgun this real fast. Not bad at all. <laughs>
4: all right, Wendy.
3: Thank you for coming to Snoqualmie Casino. Thank you for coming out for Big Dummy. Are you a sober or not sober? Not sober. Not sober? She when just chugged back? a shot.
6: Well, was I that mean, a shot or the end of a beer? It was a shot. Some people... Wendy! I need
3: another one for I, 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 You we do. We all need one. We all need one. Trust me. All right, you get to a 10170s event. Grand opening of Disney, first taping of SNL, Ali Foreman, or first ride on the Concord? SNL, all the way. SNL. People all right, there you go.
2: go. Are
3: we having a slumber party at Mike's house this weekend? From what I understand, there's no party. Why not? Let's do it.
4: Here's the yeah, thing. Not,
3: we're all going to Mike's house.
4: We are, but he's not invited. Yeah. His fiance is wonderful. We will all be there. I can't wait to see him. And Mike, it's potluck. Okay. Everyone made their best dishes. All my the cookies. God. It's nothing but warm fresh baked cookies. I'm in, man. I'm in. We're
7: All even right. bringing extra
4: ovens. By the way, just quick side note. Can anyone believe this dude has never had like a fresh baked cookie at a party? birthday party?
7: And yet I'm still here.
6: Have you flown on Alaska like yeah. first class even? I have. And they didn't give you a fresh
2: baked, soft, smooshy cookie? No,
3: no, not on that flight. Yeah. They oh, gave him yeah. a Lincoln log.
2: <laughs>
3: i don't know why
6: but that is just mean.
3: Yeah. here
6: sir here's your lincoln thanks log. for flying the airline
3: <laughs>
4: you don't deserve cookies How about payday bar yeah.
6: yeah scrounge up a bottle of
4: water or something they're free you know i'm looking at you and you gave me this very positive vibe right i feel good about myself i feel good about the world and that's what inspired this question <laughs> I don't know, his setups make me nervous sometimes <laughs> I said, I feel very positive she, You seem like a very positive She's person She's positive yeah. Serial killer Larry Eiler <laughs> He was better known as who? Multiple choice So Larry Eiler is his real name But he's better known as The Son of Sam The Interstate Killer The Unabomber Or the Beltway Sniper Santa Sam? Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, uh, Wendy, no. You don't know your serial killer. I do not. No. He was, in fact, the interstate killer. Quick side note do yourself the non favor of Googling uh, serial killer nicknames. Come there out. are so many more than we thought. Captain Crunch is one. <laughs>
3: hey. It wasn't Cheerios, that's for sure. <laughs> Got made a ton of money, Malcolm.
4: <laughs> the Honey Nut Killer. Yeah, that's.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and he has a nut allergy. That's the most effed up part.
6: Why is it so sticky?
4: <laughs> Quick side note: That's not a stinger sticking out of his backside. <laughs> you can't tell your kids that. I have done a good authority. Holy smokes! The kindly killer. Who's the, who is the kindly that's Dennis Nelson, aka Why is the kindly called
7: killer? That? Huh? Because he was polite it? before he killed. Him. Right. He asks permission. I guess. <laughs>
4: Can I kill you? Would you like to step into my basement? You're already here. (laughs) All right, here's your question. The movie Red Dawn, the original one, with Patrick Swayze. Wolverine! I can't believe you like that movie, but more than that, I can't believe that I like that movie. I love that movie. Anyway, the movie Red Dawn was the first movie with what rating? 13 Bam. There we go. Wendy! Hey. Don't forget to re-up the
3: shot of the day. That's right. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com/slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network.
6: Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and spin. Let's gather around the old radio and
3: listen to some swell epic new music. All right. Oh, there he is, Charge Ryan Castle out of his basement dungeon studio
5: bar. What's happening? I'm uh, home polishing my new gold shoes in preparation for Live Day on Thursday. I'm glad you nice. finished
4: with my new gold shoes.
5: You got those quickly. I'm, I did. I did, yeah. You know, and they actually came in an adult size. You know, when you buy gold uh, sparkle shoes, uh, with uh, light-up LED soles, you hope that they come in adult sizes, but you anticipate getting a very small box. So I'm assuming Show those aren't Johnston and Murphy or anything like that. They're. Uh, I don't even know what that
3: is. It, it, it's a very nice brand of shoes. You I mean, know, I showed Ted oh, a picture of your yeah, shoes. And I've, I've
4: worn Converse since I was 12. Basically, what I learned is thanks to festivals, they have them in your size.
6: Yeah. He was like, Look at the bottom of them. I was like, Yeah, I got a pair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
4: don't need to
6: buy Of course, any. Tennis, yeah. I'm just going to wear what yeah. I wear
5: normally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was, uh, I'm i sure I was very popular with the uh, the neighbors last night at about uh, 7 o'clock when it was pitch black outside. Mm-hmm. And I took my dog for a walk in my new baby shoes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so uh, Thursday, we're uh, there's, once there's again. Uh... See- there's seeing and then there's being seen. And I was saw. Jesus. <laughs> see?
3: <laughs> Thursday we are we're doing it live we finally get to celebrate 50 yeah. years of KISW. You've gone through a whole year of this incredible celebration and haven't done a damn thing yep. mm-hmm. which is insane hey? yes yeah, so what uh, finally get
5: to get together and throw down together I'm very excited
3: about that what what uh, what number are we on we were talking about this uh yesterday and, and we could not remember what live day this is is it seven uh, is it this six got to be
5: so we did let me see we did last year was virtual mm-hmm. we did two years prior to that at Snoqualmie. we did one year at eqc and then we did two years two years in the studio before
6: two years so? yeah. Yep. So, yeah
5: that would make this that would make this six okay all right, all right. All right. Uh, you know what tell you what when we wrap up here i'll pull out my abacus figure it out and i'll get that <laughs> okay back to you. very good nice. very good uh,
3: well, this year. Oh, by the way, what do we got backstage? Do we have uh, Do we have any beer? What do we need to bring? Do we need to bring booze? What, what's happening? Are we just going to uh, go well, to the I bar beforehand? I, uh, I think
5: we're going to have I think we're going to have Men's Room Original Ale there, Woo! and uh, Jack Daniels is one of the fine sponsors of. Oh, yeah!
3: oh, oh.
4: yeah! There you yeah. go, Steve. I am very happy. I may have brought up Jack Daniel's yeah. miles yeah. earlier.
5: Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Steve will be yelling at birds in the parking lot in no time. <laughs> <laughs> Crows but, specifically yeah. and rats. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my. Okay. So, so uh, it's yeah. all 1970s this year uh, for Live Day because of our 50th anniversary. So we're throwing back to the solid gold 70s. But I thought today on Sit and Spin, I would give you 10 songs that you definitely will not hear on Live Day. These are the worst songs, according to Rolling Stone readers, from the 1970s. 10. Number ten.
3: You. They are correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if a woman wrote this song about you? Would you
4: like it? I'd be happy that she wrote it for me, but I'd ask her not to sing it. I mean, like, if this was the Taylor Swift I would, of the I would
5: time. Be I would be worried she would stab me with scissors while I slept.
4: <laughs> yeah, this sounds like someone who boils rabbits, you
6: know Who actually man? sings it?
3: SNL's ruined me. I think it's Dionne <laughs> Warwick, but it's not, right?
6: No. no. This is
5: definitely not. This is a mini Ripperton. Which, oh, be a Ripperton. move too.
3: Whose idea do you think it was to insert the bird sounds?
4: Minis. Minis. Okay. I, I just
3: get the I feeling like she's song like, I, I really want birds. Burger King
5: commercial. Mini this Ripp- was it, wasn't this a Burger King commercial? Yes, it was. It was. What? To get people it not to go there? To Whopper, I can feel that.
6: <laughs> she was also actually a really good skier. Mini, <laughs> Mini
3: Ripperton. <laughs> 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 These are the 10 worst songs of the 70s on I'm sitting, yeah, And for your Number penis. penis.
5: Jesus. God, oh, yes. yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes, the decade that gave us
5: some of the greatest music of all time from Led Zeppelin and otherwise also gave us this Morris Albert feelings. Number one. He's in him. Do you
4: think this got him any ass? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You kidding me? No. Now, I don't know what kind of ass, but it got him <laughs> some ass. <laughs> yeah, Qualifies. <he,
3: laughs> I, I don't know what that song's <laughs> aiming for. <laughs> it's feelings. These are the 10-more songs of the 70s. Number eight. Billy, don't be a hero. Don't be a fool with your life.
2: Billy, don't be a hero. Come back and make me your wife.
4: I feel like all of these songs are written around a campfire so Billy a summer camp.
3: is a girl.
4: Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Think yeah, that's I, what inspired Billy Jean from Michael come Jackson? Come back and
3: make me your wife? I always just assumed it was about some douchebag. You know what I mean? It was like <laughs> doing stupid stuff and right. like filming it on TikTok. <laughs> yeah,
5: no, this is written around the uh, the Vietnam War from uh, Bo Donaldson and the Haywoods.
3: Hmm, Haywoods. be a hero. This is the song that yeah. they do on that PBS special, and then they <laughs> oh, walk off the right. stage and another band comes out. These are the 10 more songs of the 70s on Sit and Spin.
1: Seven, number seven. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Seasons out
4: of time. like all of these sounds like kid shows what, what
3: was
5: the- going on there? <laughs> I don't, I, know. I, I don't know. You, you, I don't know how you come out of the 1960s um, and then fall into Terry Jacks' season. What
3: sun. drug was responsible for this? I think all I think of, of these artists of were
4: not on drugs. I'm right there with
3: you. Like yeah. everyone else was yeah. on
4: drugs, and you got Led Zeppelin. Then the people that were clean and sober gave us this. You don't think that the Quaalude or something is responsible no. for this? Drugs make no. music better.
5: Okay, <laughs> fact. It's like hamburger helper. These people, Terry Jacks, didn't have enough problems to write a good song. <laughs> <laughs>
3: These are the ten more songs of the '70s on Spin. Six.
2: Number six. If you like and getting caught in the
3: No Ted.
5: Yeah. No. But, oh! No. Oh. You like this song, don't you, Tim?
6: I do. Yeah. Castle. I feel like me and you have been drunk
5: before and put this on somewhere. We probably have. <laughs> we probably have. Still on the list. We're drunk. Drunk on pina coladas in the pool at Ted's old apartment building. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've had a pina colada. It's been a minute. Yeah, That's
6: a good call. I can't tell you the last been a, been time a few I had. years. I'm not sure I've ever you know, ordered
5: I, one. I made uh, I made pina coladas at uh, one point uh, over the summer. One of those hot days, I was like, you know what? I'm making pina coladas. And I went out and bought rum. I bought pina colada mix and bought ice and did the whole thing. And it was we uh, got regret- regrettable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are the ten more <laughs> like, oh, songs. This was a bad idea. Idea. Five, Number five
0: <laughs> looks like.
5: Muskrat love. Ooh, oh my God! That's the same decade that gave us some of the greatest music of all time from David Bowie and Elton John. Also gave us the Captain and Tennille's "Muskrat Love," which, of course, is about having sex with a muskrat. Oh, of course, yeah. She must have been watching nature videos.
3: That's <laughs> the only thing I can think of. You know <laughs> right? what I'm I'm just, like David Attenborough was talking about these two rats I'll, going at it. She's like, I uh, can write a how song. How big about is a this? muskrat?
5: Is that like, is that like
4: herbal love? I don't. Are they the size of a squirrel? Maybe I. You, I don't know a lot Will about you, muskrats believe, other than what Captain and Tennille are sharing. Believe it or
3: mouth. not, the, the, the actual yes. sounds in this song are of muskrats. <laughs> it's actually about the size of a beaver.
4: Oh, oh. oh, oh. now I see what she's saying. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, so that's
3: what she the called it—the muskrat.
4: <laughs> 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 uh,
5: using code. Uh, now we now we know <laughs> where Tennille's coming from, and uh, hey, Captain. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you we want to tap on, on, the on the muskrat? Why, Why don't you captain it? this boat? I thought that was Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> These Money. are the yeah, ten more songs <laughs> of the '70s. Since then, number, number four. And you.
1: Oh God! Of my, life.
4: my mother bought this goddamn 45 and played this song over and over. I was maybe eight years old, and it's the first time I actually thought about murdering my own mother. I mean, like, she played this just over and over. I could look at my father's face, and like, his soul had been drained. Like, everybody hated the song. It's almost song. the
3: end of the whole relationship. It is,
5: but you couldn't tell her. You know what I mean? And she that's was in her zone. Is, that's why your dad is so level headed and so cool now because this song. all feeling was drained from his body in the 1970s it listening was. to Debbie Boone. He just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound. of will it call, out. Man. Yeah. Even Pat Boone had no comment. That house is on fire. Your dad's like, yep. <laughs> These okay. are the 10 more songs. <laughs> There's nothing there. Of the 70s. Three, number
1: three. I can see it in your eyes. I'm happy in nowhere that you're having my baby. Uh-oh. Oh.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: you're the woman I love and oh, wow. Too.
4: You landed on thick, brother. Oh yeah! <laughs> you throw a man a little muskrat, he writes a song like this.
5: I didn't have a condom, and man, I'm screwed now. If I was singing this song, if you have a question mark at the end of it. You're having my baby? Yes. You sure it's mine? <laughs> i got to act
4: happy. <laughs> I'm putting this crib together. Painting a room blue that used to be my office.
3: Kicked out of my man den. I'm buying a minivan. Selling my sports car. It's a two seater and a baby seat won't fit into the trunk. <laughs> Brought
5: to you by Jack
3: Daniels.
4: Right.
3: <laughs> These are the 10 more songs of the seven. <laughs> two,
4: number two. Gonna find my baby, oh, Jesus. All right. He's talking
5: delight. about the muskrat. My always been. You know, when I was listening to uh, Paul Anka before there, I was thinking, God, this sounds like it could be from a Will Ferrell movie, but then this one actually is from a Will Ferrell movie. It is. It's, It's like, you must be kidding. No, that was a real song and it was a thing. These it, people are happy then, at least. You know what I mean? They're having well, we're babies. we're talking about sex. Having afternoon sex. You know what I mean? Having sex with muskrats. I mean, I, I know. know is, yeah. that's, uh, that's what happens when you start working from home during the pandemic. <laughs> <an> afternoon <laughs> delight all of
6: the time. Right. Hey, and it's been too long since I've had muskrat love in the afternoon. The yeah. It's an yeah. afternoon, afternoon know muskrat. You know? Yeah. You want
5: to do a muskrat <laughs> style? You sure we're not playing any of this stuff in live, Day? I'll be the captain to your to kneel. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, maybe. <laughs> okay. These are the Timmy songs of the (laughs) seventies. What could this
4: be? And this was a hit. Like this song was big. It was
5: huge. Was this what Rick D's nuts? This was Rick D's. Yeah, this Rick D's. My favorite, dude. I, I told you guys that's my favorite Rick D's stories. We were doing uh, an album premiere for Slash's first solo album, and it was me, him, and Duff at Rick D's studio. And Rick D's came out, and they were like, "Oh my god, dude, it's Rick D's." They were like Rick, total the guy, fanboys. The guy from Disco Duck. Like, the guy from Disco <laughs> Duck. <You're, laughs> you care about that? <laughs> you guys were goddamn yeah. guns. Dude, that's Rick D's. Jesus!
3: <laughs> tickets uh, still remain for BJ and Migs and the uh, the men's room in the afternoon. Select tickets available at KISW.com. Uh, come yeah, to see yeah. us for uh, either the morning or the afternoon, or hell, uh, hang out Snowpawman Casino yeah. and do the whole day. Yeah. we'll see you we'll Thursday see on live. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now back to the men's room on the Men's
2: Room Radio Network.
3: Jermaine from Seattle, are you here? Big You're our next contestant of Big Dummy. Jermaine, are you in the room? Come Jermaine. Jermaine, thank you for coming to Snowflake Casino. Thanks for coming out for Big W. Are you sober or not sober today, sir? Drunk as ass. Alright. All right. boy. Yeah. Jermaine, sweet. Okay, our men's room poll, grand opening at Disney, SNL, Ali Foreman, first ride of the Concord. What do you take? Ali Foreman. Ali Foreman it is.
7: Note the men's room uh, summer drinking shirt the man's wearing right there.
3: Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. That's a great shirt. Nice. I uh, made the unfortunate decision of putting that thing in the dryer. Now it's on a a stuffed animal in my kid's bed. That's the only thing
4: that
3: probably fit. Yeah, exactly. All right, a question
6: for you. True story. I know.
4: Quick side note. Black man to black man, did you ever think they would tell you to put on a mask before you walk into the store? Hell no. And you know, I still get a little leery every time I go into a store. Brother, I've spent my life, a lot of you cats don't know, it's just different. Come on there's just a different thing. When they said you got to put your mask on I'm, well, I've been trying to do that for years Forever, right? But this time I'm get actually in, not going to rob you it. Yeah, it's different I'm just letting you know, thank you brother, I appreciate it <laughs> Alright All You Doug. You think I'm joking No, I'm, I, I, I'm not I, I, The yeah, first time I said, sir, put on your mask yeah, I'm But, the guy but that, I'm walking into your store You're yeah. going to shoot me Ten and I are jobs is to follow you guys around the store I know Tough. and now they don't i'm, I'm just a, walking hey. with my wife she's white so you, you know, know the pandemic like, hey, oh, oh, oh. is real now it's, now it's really <laughs> suspicious you know the pandemic <laughs> is real when they want black dudes to wear a mask you, know, you might not have known not right brother can tell you i'm here to yeah, let you man. know the world has yeah. changed <laughs> even my son's like but you're putting it on us like, they want me to <laughs> It's funny until it hits you. All right, here's your question. Which has never been a men's room beer produced by Alicia Bruin? Is it men's room red, gold, black, or blue? Blue. Blue is correct. Well, you just sold him. He's wearing the shirt, he knows. That is a good point.
3: Thank you, Jermaine, we appreciate it ladies and gentlemen, our next contestant from Snoqualmie right here, we got a homester, Sandy Kaler. Big, or big Dummy! Come on down, Sandy, in the house. Come Sunday. on Sandy! 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 Where's Sandy? Sandy? Sandy, no Sandy? Sandy, Sandy, here comes Take your time, Sandy! Sandy. Yeah. She's got a drink. She's got a purse, and no, no, steal it. She is not trying to spill her drink. What you I you love you're, now, you're not effing around. I ain't smoking no, my drink no. for it. What do you got there? I'll
0: leave it either. Uh, Captain and Sprite. Oh, oh
3: nice. nice. <laughs> All right, Sandy, uh, not sober, I'm assuming? Correct. Okay. <laughs> so, our big dummy poll attend 170's event, grand opening of Disney, first taping of SNL, Ali Foreman, or first ride of the Concorde? I'm going to go SNL.
1: SNL. All right, very good.
0: Check.
4: Are you ready, Sandy? I think so. You got a multiple choice question. As we here at KISW celebrate 50 years, which again, I cannot explain to you how ridiculous it is that a radio station has had the same format, of, you might have the same call letters. We have stuck true to what we do, which is rock music, right? Hey, thank yourselves for that. If you stop listening, we're out, right? You guys have made that happen, so congratulations to you. 50, thank you, years. 50 years of one format. I don't know if there's another, is there another station in Seattle that can come here and say that? Or can I talk smack about it? That's a joke. Hey, get better at your job. 50 years we've been doing this, right? Sorry. It's about radio. We'll do it right. So here's your question. Which airline is currently celebrating its 50th anniversary? Just like KSW, although probably different. Is it American, United, Southwest, or Alaskan?
1: I'm going to guess Alaskan.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. Southwest. It is Southwest. By the way, when you look at the detail of an Alaskan airline flight, does it not look like someone who's Alaskan? I've heard Abraham Lincoln, Jimi Hendrix, Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Why would you think that, Mike? Who did you originally think it was? I thought it was Abraham Lincoln.
6: I had family when they came to visit. They're like, what's with Bob Marley? <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, he spent a lot of time in Alaska, jackass. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it does not make sense. Now I was a kid. Was.
7: I, 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 I said something to my mom like, hey, yeah, they got, why, you know, why do they have Abraham Lincoln back there? And she just never corrected me. So my entire life, I lived thinking that that was Abraham Lincoln back there. And then the way they said it, was a, <laughs> it
4: was a native. It made sense. It's Alaskan Airlines. Yes. I just don't understand, I'm sorry. You know, Bob used to hang out in Dutch Harbor. Here's your question. I guess nobody smokes (laughs) blunts, all right. Some. What would a sommelier recommend to you? Wine. Wine. Oh, you were quick on that. She's a drunk. (laughs) All right. Cheers. Thank you, Sandy. Thanks for coming out. Better
3: recommend your paycheck.
2: Want more of The Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com.
3: We're only a, a few minutes away here from uh, drinking and toasting with a shot of the day. But first, Malcolm. Time to open wide and
2: sample Ted's meat and potatoes. <laughs> now
3: here's your host. There we go. Head chef of The Men's Room, the... Ted Nugent. Chicago's wild. Head up in the house. They love you. Thank you. Thank you, folks. It's actually
6: nice to have a live audience in here today. Yeah,
3: man. Hell
6: yeah. I mean, we do it every Thursday, but it's great to have them in here. Sure. Uh, since we're doing the 70s and the uh, 50th anniversary gold stuff, we got some snacks that were invented in the 70s. Now, okay. there's a lot of weird stuff that came out in the 70s. Did you guys ever eat concentrate cereal? No. Yeah. Well,. Apparently a lot of people did. Uh, Captain, did you ever have a Danish
3: ring?
4: Dude,
3: I did not. I'll leave it alone. The Danish ring? The Danish ring. Let me try to think what that could be. She was from Ireland. So when you take a wooden shoe. They were basically
6: like, I know, the easy now. She bent over the bed and
4: disappointed.
6: They're basically like Pop-Tarts, except they were wrapped. All, right. All right. Nobody had those? Nobody in here has ever had a Danish ring No, alright It's not weird I heard that, no, I wouldn't touch a Danish, Danish ring Well, you don't know what she looks like How did you get that? What happened Danish ring Danish ring uh, But we do have a few things that you can actually eat Now, number one, well I'm, I'm lying, Head Chef's lying You can't eat this one But the Happy Meal came out in the oh, 70s Oh,
3: alright, really, very Cross cool
4: oh. oh, you got Happy Meals Oh, oh get out of here
3: Oh wait a minute! You guys ate the damn Happy Meals out of the box.
4: Is there nothing in?
7: It? No, no. Even better, I was the weirdo that went into a McDonald's this morning and said, "Could I please have two empty
3: Happy Meal boxes?" Why did you buy
4: the meal? <laughs> there was. I'd have known the cake I was going buy, to be here. I'd have brought you guys a lot more stuff. I'd have bought you an air cake. Crying Why out. You bought Mal. you a goddamn cake. You can't buy as a Happy Meal. Not bad. Yeah, I forgot Miles actually as an this adult. You know what this is? This is a sad meal.
3: It's not happy at all. It's a sad. It's dirty, a depressing like meal. This. See, that's upside down. It sucks. Sad meal. It's a, look, sa- it's a salad.
4: By the way, do we, do we have a knife for this cake? I'm not messing around. I don't think salad. we do. But yeah. hang
6: on, hang on. We got some stuff you can actually eat. Okay, all right. Uh, what about uh, snack packs?
4: Ooh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember those, down with that.
6: See, that's the one I was talking about earlier that would have an odd texture. Oh, I guess we probably don't have a spoon, do we?
4: Oh, we got yeah, spoons. Get out of here. Look, we got spoons okay. and stuff. We just don't have the Happy Meal ingredients. Okay. Right. You don't need a spoon for this, Mom. Bro, <laughs> can you demonstrate... Don't damage- tell me not to lick it, Mom! Yeah.
6: Can He's you a dem-
7: multi-talented man. He does not need a spoon.
6: Can you demonstrate how to eat the snack pack without the spoon?
4: Bro, you save this for last, always. Because All right. you can avoid getting beaten up if you have this trade. Ugh. It's like a jealous shot, huh, man. Squeeze to the bottom and suck. Get in there, big cat. Mm. There's,
3: this is not bad.
4: It's pudding. Mm. I wish you'd be equally as enthusiastic when it's my penis. Better than a sad meal, but you're never that way. Here we go,
6: folks. He's putting up to his mouth. A small, small bite to start. Looking, waiting on the tongue. Action seems like the only way to really clear out the
3: pudding there. This is what you do when you people in front of you eating hot lunch and you got like a really good sandwich, snack
4: pack.
6: Miles, Miles going with the serial killer approach yes, exactly. to stare them in the eyes as he eats pudding. <laughs> Can I crack I don't care, how it'll look. Back.
4: It's delicious. It you right? got a little pudding on your cheek. Thanks,
6: baby. Yeah, get in there. That's impressive. I Where like
3: that.
4: Okay.
6: All right, snack packs. Uh, you know, it's funny talking about pudding and snack packs. You know what else was invented, Miles? I do not. The ding dong. The ding dong. Ding dongs. Oh, I like a ding dong. Yeah.
3: Thank you. Well, it's also... I mean, the, the, the snack.
6: Yeah. Well, it's also kind of funny because, you know, talking about pudding and little snack hmm. packs, and then you got a ding-dong in there. Give me a ding-dong. Also, dog. of course, those are uh, the snack packs were made by Hunts. Thing with a sexual innuendo. It's like a... I don't know. How about uh, cheese tidbits? Cheese tidbits? They're basically like a little cracker that had cheese on them and stuff, okay. and they were shaped like pellets. Those are not as good as I remember. It.
4: The Ding Dong? No, it's not that This good. is better than I remember. Really? I used to hate this as a kid. Okay. Uh, I mean,
6: I, I think the Ding Dong's probably going to be the highlight there of that. Oh, no. Yeah, get in there. Here's somebody <laughs> yelling at me. the highlight. Now, another thing that started for children that was invented uh, in the 70s for uh, snacks, by the way, was pop rocks. Okay. See, this is the problem. You people are cheering, which is funny. I'm impressed that most of the women are cheering. Happy husbands, happy husband, happy life. Uh, but somewhere over the law, somewhere over the years, pop rocks got turned into a. oh, there we go Calvin, nice work. So an almost pornographic level. yes, if you don't know what that is, look it up. You have the Google 's machine.:
4: I was nicknamed Pop rock because this was woven at a bar years ago. She was very, very drunk. It says she won 't do late me <laughs> But with Pop Rocks in her mouth. I know, wow. The problem is she looked like Satan's butthole. So I'm like, there's But I still got the nickname Pop Rock for like three years. I mean, in retrospect, you've just gone for it. Yeah. If I knew then would I know now I'd have been like, let's
6: go. But at the time, Right, because I, I mean, you I still earn the nickname and it's like, oh Pop Rock is here. It's like, yeah, but well, oh, he's I, like, I'm a, I he's, didn't a earn it. he's a breaker. <laughs> All right, another big thing going on nowadays, yeah. if you've ever seen Salt Bay or any of those idiot chefs, they're not real professionals, uh, is people are wrapping regular food in gold. I know. Yeah. Okay. Now, is there, Miles, is there any food you eat with gold on it?
3: I've had golden schlager.
6: All right, gold schlager, yeah. right? That's a, that's a good I mean, one. And there is a place in New York that makes uh, wings that have gold flake on them. I don't understand the point of it. And I've seen them. Frankly, the wings don't look that crispy. No, no. Uh, here's one for you: Spam wrapping,
3: wrapped in gold. I mean, spam just fine on
4: its own. I That's an option. J- right, not exactly. exactly fine like, what are you, Jed
6: Clampett? <laughs> I mean, this one place in San Fran is taking a uh, spam musu- musubi. Am I saying that right? Okay, there we go. Uh, the, you guys had them. I brought them in. Like the, yeah. it's like sushi, just with spam. But they're adding a uh, gold to it. It's a uh, hundred dollars. No.
4: Would you do that? No. No.
6: I like, look, I have a real gold chain. Like, I like ridiculous things, but I'm not putting gold on my
4: food. No. Not spam, dude.
6: Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Fried spam is delicious, though. If anybody disagrees, it's because you don't have class. Uh, there's a golden donut. Uh, there's a place in uh, New York City selling a 24 karat edible gold uh, donut. It's $100 or 1200 for a dozen. Yeah, you're right. Like, Look, you're only really buying these things if you really are trying to stunt on somebody. Or trying to impress. Yeah.
3: yeah, you're definitely trying to impress somebody,
6: Right. And if you're impressing a girl with gold donuts, like, just get out. You've run. Run. Yeah, You can't outdo it. Right. And you're not a famous rapper or rock star. You can't afford it. Be done. Move on. <laughs> Plus a golden donut. Like, Miles gave somebody that once. All right. <laughs> it was late
3: and I was on coke. <laughs> To this day, we don't know what he ate. What do you think this shirt I already own? Mike, you'll like
6: this one. There's a gold top soup.
3: Oh, right. Yeah, Yeah, I'm a big fan of gold
6: soup, Ted. I know. That's what I'm saying. They're basically just taking regular foods and at the end sprinkling gold on them. Why? I don't know. I can imagine going somewhere and ordering like an expensive steak, expensive champagne. But, like, just sprinkling gold on top of soup. Plus, that better be some damn good soup, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't even have the allure of, like, the Goldschlager where you can see it. That's just going to sink into the soup and disappear. Anybody else in here that you guys drink Goldschlager back in the day? Never had. It. Why not? Yeah. Did anybody else ever break open the bottle because you thought you could take the gold out? No. Was that, was that just a D.C., Fiji <laughs> County thing? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. Put a filling in. Right. Uh, one place has gold-covered fruit. Okay. Now, I'd eat a couple grapes that are covering gold. Not okay.
4: okay. That's not okay.
6: What about a golden banana? No. That would just look funny. Oh, look at me eating my golden banana. No. i us stare Mike in the eyes and eat that golden banana. <laughs> He's going to enjoy it. You got a little gold in your fro there.
7: Can I turn it gold?
6: All right, what's one thing everybody loves? You, Miles, we, I talk about it all the time. Mike talks about it. It's a food. It's a food I'll segment. Laid. Not bored. You know. Not getting laid. Back to the Pop Rocks. Shower.
3: Uh, a you shower. Get away.
6: Show- What did you say? A shower. Jesus Christ, guys. It's Ears. a food segment. Oh.
3: What's well, a food, everybody? You loves. Say. Uh, golden. Pie. Shower. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> nuggets. Pizza. Oh, 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 oh. So what so is close. going on here? So close. Children oh. love pizza.
6: Adults love pizza. Oh, Where, okay. Wherever you go, they serve pizza. All right. There's a gold pizza. It costs you upwards of $2,400. No.
3: no. No. Yeah. Jeez. I'm not
6: doing it. The only person I know that can afford that is Gregor. <laughs> <laughs> How much pizza you get for that,
7: though? Like, are we talking like a 12 inch, 16, 18 inch? What are but we doing?
6: I mean, it doesn't have dimensions, but I'm guessing it's your standard large. So, brought, probably a uh, 16 incher, eight pieces. There you go. Covered go yeah. in gold. Yeah! Yeah, you want one of those, like, giant ones, like uh, like Tallarico's, right? Yeah. If you get, right, if you're getting a big old slice. Yeah, paying that much for it. And then the, fat, the last thing, well, gold-painted macaroons, macaroons, the French ones. That's not shocking. That's already kind of a fancy dessert, but they are delicious. Macrons? Look, I'm not French. Everybody knows looking at me. I know I look French. And then the last one is, <laughs> for $1,770, uh, there's a New Zealand place that has a glam burger. Yeah, it's a Kobe beef burger, venison, Himalayan salt, ooh. And it's, it's the pink bridal, stuff. Yeah, it is the pink stuff. Somebody came over my house and are like, oh, you got white salt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they put gold on it. So yeah, go to New Zealand, spend almost $2,000 on a burger, and pick the gold out of your poop. Okay.
7: I will say, Head Chef, there is a one snack food from the 70s that you did miss, and I didn't miss this one because I know Miles Montgomery is a massive fan. That would be delicious Reese's Pieces.
3: Oh! Wonderful. Thank you, Head Miles, can you you catch one in your mouth? Probably not. Toss him one, Mike. Come
6: on, Miles. You got it.
3: I get it. All right, all right. All right. I'm going to catch on,
2: fire. Can't get enough of the Men's Room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the Radio.com app.
3: Won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562 314 4603 for details.
4: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places?
5: And now,
3: because you spend countless hours in front of a talking box, The Men's Room presents TV Time with Ted. Brought to you by Xfinity. Give them a call at 1-800-XFINITY. Ah! God, it sounds so
6: awkward in here. Usually the music's a little louder when I yell like that. I see we have a, a special guest star today so of Taryn Daly on the Taryn stage. Daly. The stage. Daly. Taryn, say hello. Oh.
3: Woo. Go Ted. Go Taryn. Sweet.
6: Yeah, so what we're going to do here today is uh, we're going to go with some classic 70s TV shows and movies, and we will do a table read for that. If you're not familiar with table reads, it's basically like reading the lines to a movie or TV show just right here. Damn, those lights are hot.
3: You're Take it off, me, Ted. Oh. Yeah.
6: Uh, Mike, what did we decide we're starting with here
7: with? The I believe Godfather? we are starting with the classic 70s film known as The Godfather.
6: Oh. Anybody in here seen The Godfather? Yeah. What do you think? Like, Mike hasn't seen The Godfather. Whoa, 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 oh, you've whoa, seen The Godfather. Whoa. I haven't
7: seen Goodfellas nor Casino. I have seen The Godfather, okay. my man.
6: All right, I'll let him slide on that, but... I ain't not seen Goodfellas.
7: Because I was watching...
6: Come on now, man. I got a kick and everything.
7: Uh... I just didn't. Honestly, I, I had more interest in The Godfather. I still do want to see Goodfellas and Casino. It's just every time it shows up, I'm not in a gangster movie mood, if you know what I'm saying. Oh.
6: I just watched Narcos Mexico Season 3 in about a week and a half. And I'm you were always, in the mood to watch it, weren't you? I'm always in a gangster mood. There you go. <laughs> was
7: All right, watching Hallmark Christmas movies.
6: Uh, I'll be doing some uh, Don Vito,
4: Johnny. Uh, who's Johnny? Stephen right, Hill yeah. being Johnny. If I don't look like an Italian mobster, they don't exist. Well, Johnny's not a mobster. He's basically Frank Sinatra. Right. If I don't like, look like Frank Sinatra, he doesn't exist.
6: Well, around the office, we do call him old blue Eyes. That's right. Uh, Mike, are you
7: narrating? I am narrating this one. All right, let's get it. Let's take it there. All right. For this scene, we are inside Don Corleone's office, interrupting a conversation between the Don and his godson, Johnny Fontaine, who's con- uh, confiding in him about the struggles of living as an entertainer and actor in Hollywood and a movie director refusing to cast him in a lead role.
4: Anyway, if I had this part of the picture, you know, it puts me right back on top again, but this this man out there, he won't give it to me, the head of the studio. What's his name? Waltz! Waltz, he won't give it to me. And he says there's no chance, no chance. A month ago, he bought me the movie rights to this book, a bestseller. And the main character, it's a guy just like me, you know? I wouldn't even have had to act. I would just be myself. Oh, Godfather. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to
7: do. Don Corleone suddenly stands up and viciously begins shaking Johnny, sna- snapping him out of his depression. You can act like a man! What's the matter with you?
6: Is this how you turn down Hollywood?
7: A fool cries like a child. Don Corleone
3: slaps Johnny across the face and begins to mock his pathetic whining.
6: Hmm... What can I do? What can I do?
3: What is this nonsense? Look here.
6: You spend time with your
4: family? What well, sure I do.
6: <laughs> Good. As a man who doesn't spend time with his family, can never be considered a real man. Don Corleone brushes Johnny off, straightening his suit and wiping his tears away. You look terrible. I want you to eat. I want you to rest well. And I want you to know this Hollywood big shots. he's going to give you what you want. It's too late. They're
4: in the week.
6: I'm gonna make him an offer he
4: can't refuse.
6: The scene ends with Don Vito
7: Corleone walking Johnny out of the office back to his daughter's wedding.
4: And then scene, ladies and gentlemen. First.
6: Bumper leading into the scene. Don't steal the show, boys. Steal it. I'll tell you what though. I do
4: feel like they might whack me.
6: Yeah. That's right. It's creepy. They're just behind me. <laughs>
4: They're the most kick-ass group of people I've ever
6: Aren't heard. they, though, man? <laughs> True. Very good entertainers. They're just not cool dudes. <laughs> they never never want to hang out. Wow. Nothing. Uh, up next, uh, Mike. I don't think I'm in this one. What do we got going now? Uh, Carol Burnett. Correct. Ooh. We're going to a
7: classic skit show from the '70s, The Carol Burnett Show. Oh, Carol Burnett fans, right? Yeah. I had to cut a lot of the uh, the slapstick comedy out of these ones, but we'll do what we can do. So I believe I will be narrating this one. Uh, we have the lovely Taryn Daly standing in as a special guest, playing the receptionist in this one. For those of you that don't know, this is the dentist skit from that from that classic show. <laughs> Righty. Uh, let's see. Playing Mr. Schlesinger, I believe, is uh, M- uh, Miles Montgomery, and playing Dr. Kiefer will be Steve the Thrill Hill. Our scene begins inside of the local dentist office, where Mr. Slesinger Schles- is being led into the re- by the receptionist, clearly feeling terrible pain in his mouth. Made from Dickens Company. Cool, crisp, and refreshing. The first time you have a Dickens Cider, it's going to be so good you'll want another. Because it's over so quickly. VD, save that as an happy Hour commercial.
1: Right this way, Mr. Schlesinger. It always seems to happen on a Sunday, doesn't it? Oh,
3: boy, I tell you, it really hurts.
1: Dr. Kiefer will be with you in a minute.
3: Dr. Kiefer? What happened to Dr. Vermeier?
1: Oh, he's out of town. He's breaking in a new partner, his son-in-law.
3: Uh, it doesn't hurt that much.
1: You won't find another dentist on a Sunday.
3: Yeah, I guess you're right. You're just, uh, sure he, he knows what he's doing, right?
1: Dr. Kiefer just graduated from dental school. As a matter of fact, you're his very first patient, so he may be a little nervous.
3: Oh, he won't be the only one.
1: Dr. Kiefer? Uh, Yes? Your very first patient is waiting.
7: Ah! Dr. Ah. Kiefer panics and slams his office door shut. Once enough enough time has passed, he reopens the
3: door.
4: Uh, oh, Oh, he's still here.
1: He is waiting.
4: Uh, yeah, woo, boy, okay, I thought we were just gonna come in and practice today.
1: He'll be right with you. Mm.
7: Dr. Kiefer nervously crawls out of his office into the exam room and approaches Mr. Schlesinger. Uh,
4: hello. Hello. Oh, well, that'll be
3: $20. <laughs> uh, doctor, you haven't done anything yet. Fifteen? Look, doctor, listen to me. I'm a terrible toothpick. I'm in terrible pain. I want you to do something to stop the pain. Either fill the
4: tooth or just pull it. Oh, oh God. Mm, The C's. C's? Yeah. In dental school, in fillings and pullings, I only got C's. That was just kind of an average grade. I got AIDS, though, uh, in cleaning. Do you want me to clean it for you?
3: Will that stop the pain?
4: Uh, no, but it'll look
7: great. Just, just give me the C's, give me the C's. Mr. Schlesinger takes a seat in the chair as Dr. Kiefer leans in to reveal a secret.
4: Oh, 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 gosh. Um, I, listen, I I cheated on my final exam. And besides, I had some mononucleosis the last time uh, I did this last semester, so I didn't get a chance to work on people like the other guys, and so most of my work was... Uh, was done not on animals.
3: I don't care about animals. Just please fix the tooth.
4: Yeah, but it isn't the same as working on animals and people. I don't
3: care, doctor. Please, I am in
6: terrible, terrible pain. Okay, well, I guess I I, I, I could give it a try. Mr. Schlesinger
7: opens his mouth in preparation for treatment as Dr. Kiefer stands nervously next to him. Dr. Kiefer whistles as if he's calling a dog and begins to rub Mr. Schlesinger's belly before putting something from his pocket and puts it in Mr. Schlesinger's
3: mouth. What is this? Well,
4: it's a doggy tree. You want to go inside for a while? No, I'm fine, thank you. Would you please just do something about this tooth? All right, let me just get my manual. Dr. Kiefer grabs a book off the counter and begins to thumb through it. Hmm. Uh, Oh, okay, he's still here. Uh, okay, you know what, I'll tell you what, tell you what, okay, keep pulling, no, no, we go through, I'm looking for P, P, the letter P, for pulling the paint, pulling the tooth, and T, T, ah, pull the tooth, okay, boy,
3: this is gonna hurt, doctor, if it's going to hurt, please just give me something to kill the pain. Yeah, okay, well, I got some novocaine right
7: here. Take a hold of that, and now let me see here. Dr. Kiefer gives Mr. Schlesinger the needle uh, with a point facing upwards and consults the manual. Okay, let me get a hold of the hypodermic needle. Dr. Kiefer then grabs the needle in Mr. Schlesinger's hand, stabbing it into his palm. After removing it, his hands begin to go limp as he continues reading. Okay, we
4: a little bit of pain, and then numbness will said. Well, that's, uh, I guess, what's going to uh, happen, right? Right? right?
7: <laughs> Dr. Kiefer's numb hand fumbles around before he's finally able to lazily grip the shot to numb Mr. Schlesinger.
4: Okay, I'm going to give you just a little shot
7: here. Unable to properly hold the needle, Dr. Kiefer manages to accidentally stab himself in the forehead with the Novocaine. <laughs> Trying desperately to regain composure and control of the situation, he grabs the overhead light.
4: Okay, better get a good look with some light.
7: In his numb state, Dr. Kiefer accidentally slammed the light into Mr. Schlesinger's face, who then proceeds to sit up and spit his painful tooth out.
4: Ooh, well, now that'll be uh,
7: $20. And see. <laughs> yeah. A so lovely so turn, ladies and ladies so gentlemen. Together, Just
0: to
3: have a laugh or see song seems we just, just get started and
4: before you know
3: it it's a time we have to say so long, so
4: long. Ah, those guys are good unbelievable I love these dudes. It's ridiculous.
6: going to sing that when I'm at my funeral. <laughs> it's gonna happen it. in two yeah. days. Yeah. Ted doesn't know. On <laughs> that mom. case, I'll take that shot.
4: On Mike's birthday.
6: <laughs> On Mike's birthday. Oh. Oh Jesus.
4: The birthday party is Ted's funeral. That's right. And every year.
6: Mike, you having a party this year? Now we're doing the Ted yeah. morning. Yeah. <laughs> he rents a coffin and everything. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, anybody in here ever watch uh, WKRP? Yeah! Cincinnati? Oh. I did, too. It's a funny show. Jet. It's about radio. Ready? Oh, I mean, the worst thing about that show is in Cincinnati. Oh,
3: oh Jesus. All right, you guys know <laughs> the Thanksgiving episode with a turkey drop? Oh. All right, let's do it. Ready. Ready. All right, now it's time to go to our live remote man on the scene at the Pinedale Shopping Mall for the big WKRP turkey giveaway. So take it away, Les Nesman. Bound, bound, I'm living on the air Got tired of packing and unpacking. <laughs> Counting down, down, up and down the dial, up and bow, bow. Baby, you and me were never meant to be. Just baby, think of me once in a while. I'm at WKRP in Cincinnati.
7: This is Les Nessman, your man on the scene here at the Pinedale Shopping Center where the excitement is mounting. I'm here with hundreds of people who have gathered to witness what is described as the greatest turkey event in Thanksgiving Day history. All we know for sure is that in a very few moments, there are going to be a lot of happy people out here. And I think I hear something now. The crowd is moving out into the parking area and, oh yes, I can see it now. It's a helicopter. And it's coming this way. It's flying something behind it. I can't quite make it out. It's a large banner. And it says, Happy... Thanksgiving. Giving. W... K... R... B. What a sight, ladies and gentlemen. What a sight. The copter seems to be circling in the parking area right now. I guess it's looking for a place to land and... Oh, something just came out of the back of a helicopter. It's, it's a, a dark object. Perhaps a skydiver plummeting to the earth from only 2,000 feet in the air. And a second. And a third. There's no parachutes yet. They can't be skydivers. I can't, I can't tell you what they are yet. Oh my God, they're turkeys. They're crashing to the earth right in front of our eyes. One just went through the windshield of a parked car. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity. Oh, people are running about. The turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement. Oh, folks, the crowd is running for their lives. I don't know how much longer I can hold my position here, Johnny. The crowd...
3: Les's feed cuts out, causing a scramble in the studio. Les? Les, are you there? Les isn't there. Uh, thanks for that on the spot report, Les. Les. And for those of you who just tuned in, the Pinedale Shopping Center was just bombed with live turkeys. Film at 11.
6: The episode ends with Arthur walking into the studio looking disheveled.
4: I'm at As God is my
3: witness,
4: I thought turkeys could fly.
2: Yeah. Connect with the Men's Room on Instagram at mensroomlive. Have we
3: made it to drinking time? Recognized.
2: Master tequila.
3: And the men's room knows just who it is.
2: Three
3: shots. Hey! So to you, we say bottoms up, sailor. Master You're the toast of our shot of the day. All right! Drinking time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and
4: Steve the Thrill Hill to find out who we're toasting. Well, yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, all of you that are sitting out here right now, do yourself Let's stand up, man. Let's stand up. Get up. Let us toast ourselves, man. It has been a very difficult couple of years, right? You can agree with it, not agree with it. That's not important, and we do not care. The truth is this. Social unrest. The pandemic, etc., we have not been able to do what we are doing on this day right now, right? And it's not so much that we can do it, it's that the fact that you chose to come out here and do it. So when we as shows, including BJ and Maze, come out here in the morning and we do what we're doing now, man, and to see your ugly, ugly, horrible, terrible, popular faces. But you guys came out, and we're doing it, right, man? Think about this moment. Think about where you're at, man. All of us, because you care enough that we are still here and that we get to enjoy this moment, give yourselves a round of applause. And I'm going to tell you why you should. You should because you made this moment possible. So if this moment matters to the people that are listening on air, right? They're not here, but they hear it on the radio. You guys are the reason why we do Live Day. Live Day is all about you guys showing up, and you did. In spite of what has happened, in spite of what has gone on, in spite of all the stuff that you hear in the news, in spite of everything, we have agreed that on this day and this moment, we as a show and you as listeners, we're cool, man. (laughs) You can talk smack on the news, go through all that, but in the end, we're just cool. So, man, congratulate yourselves because this toast is to you. You are why Live Day is possible. That is what Live Day is. So with that in mind, let's goddamn drink. How do I not have... I was feeling so good about myself, man. You ever have that moment, man, where you, like, feel it, right? You're in the moment, and you realize, I don't, I, I don't have the thing I need. But listen, and I mean this honestly to all of you that are standing here today, man, it's a big deal. You had to show your proof of this and proof of that and all this stuff that we need to do. But you're all adults, so we do it, right? And you got here, and here we are. And this is the first time that we as a show, including us in a morning show, have had the opportunity to be in front of people in the last two years. It is ridiculous because we are a radio show and a radio station that loves being in front of people, man. And you guys love being a part of us. We do concerts, etc. So let's drink. We pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! They didn't hear you say it again. So, over the tongue and down the goddamn throat to party. In, out, tummies, down, down the hola, bitch hola.
5: My My apologies. We had two bottles of Jack Daniels and they're both gone. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Blame Diamond Star Halo. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the
3: Best of the Men's Room podcast.
2: Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told. With Miles and Thrill. Also available on radio.com. Oh man!
3: A Double Flush production.